cliffcentral.com. There's lots of uh, interesting stuff in the world to talk about right now, but one of the things I want to talk about is our award-winning Blind History podcast series with Taylor Blinds and Shutters. It's become a clear fan favorite over the past few seasons. And if you don't know, we've also done something quite revolutionary there. We have been busy with the first ever South African sign language supported podcast. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but you know, there are there are deaf people who want to listen to podcasts. They obviously want to be involved with the content and we've decided to do something with uh, Tuli Zigalala who is one of 11 South African Translation Institute accredited interpreters. You've probably seen her on TV a couple of times. We thought we would chat to her about this this morning. So Tuli, very nice to have you on the show. How are you? Morning Gareth, morning Sia Lee, morning to the listeners. Good morning everyone. I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm excellent. Now, first of all, thanks for doing this with us because it really is revolutionary and groundbreaking and uh, I know it's got plenty of attention already, but it probably will get even more. We're doing a podcast and we're doing it for deaf people. And this is amazing. So sign language interpretation around the content of our blind history series. But how, how does it actually work? Um, so she you know, ta- does she it takes, not need uh, to be visual? She takes the episode, yeah. We, so we make a video out of it. Ah. She takes the episode and then she, she basically, in real time, does a translation. I'm sure you've seen Tuli on TV. She's sometimes done like important news stuff when it breaks. and She's in the studio there in the corner of the screen doing her yeah. thing. We'll try yeah. and get, we'll, see, let's try and get her back because I, I think we cut out right at the critical moment where she was going to answer mm. the question. Um, She's a South African SATI, that's the South African Translation Institute, accredited interpreter. Mm. She's also the first interpreter in the country to translate a podcast into sign language. In her career, she's focused on interpreting SASL for English-speaking audiences, but one of the highlights of her career was interpreting the State of the Nation Address, C in February 2020. She's also mm. interpreted for Afro-Punk Solution Sessions, which is a platform that brings together people to talk about issues facing communities. And she was the first person in South Africa to translate at the festival. Hey, Tuli, you're back. I'm back. Sorry about that. Connection no seems to be a problem. No problemo. Okay, so first of all, congrats on, on doing this. But you've done a lot of firsts. You've, you've done a lot of really interesting stuff. <laughs> Tell me, do you sometimes, when you're busy translating in real time and, and doing the sign language yes. interpretation, do you sometimes do that even in your spare time? Like right now, I can see your, your hands are in your lap. You're keeping them off the screen. But aren't you – isn't it like almost uh, a habit now? That second you, nature. Yeah, yeah. That you start second doing this. nature. So uh, let's start off the conversation on the right foot thing. So it's not translation. It's interpreting. Right. And I think this is what it exactly it is. We need to learn and educate people and spread awareness. So something so simple like the term uh, translation, people might think that, oh, you know, you just you can get away with it. But you need to start from the get-go to introduce and allow people to use the right terms. So it is second nature. Um, I am really, you know, uh, wanting to use my hands, but I'm putting my hands on my lips because it can be very distracting. Um, I, I use my hands a lot, so it's not always easy to keep, to keep my hands still. Yes. I love it. Um, how hard was it for you to learn? to do this interpretation and when did you start how old were you when you started have you got a family member who's who's deaf or mm-hmm. how did it become a thing for you sure 
Fantastic. So the actual plan was to study at Hubert um, University and the plan was to study psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the majors that I had to take was SASL, South African Sign Language. Mm-hmm. I didn't know much about it and that wasn't the plan. Um, I found it very fascinating. I do have a deaf family member. I've got a deaf cousin, but he at the time wasn't really the reason why I decided to go into sign language. And I worked my way up. I started from the bottom. I learned the language. I think we've lost her again. All right, well, we'll try and get her back. But, I mean, that sounds, that sounds really interesting. I don't know a lot about sign language, um, and I, I, I don't know how to do any sign language at all. I mean, it's one of our official languages, isn't it? Well, we're, we're seeing – I'm not sure about that, but we're seeing more and more of it, obviously, being – watching the president's address and, and official, uh, um, you know, announcements and things like that. And I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated to watch them, usually the interpret or not interpreters, it's not the right word to use now. <laughs> but it looks exhausting to try yeah, and keep that, up with it to that, do a whole speech. That level of, of interpretation is a lot of work. I have mentioned this before, that it was a silly thing that my sister and I did at, at home growing up. We just learned how to sign each letter of um, the alphabet using yeah. your hands just so that we can gossip about everyone at home. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just something that we did. And look, I cannot even profess to say I completely understand, but hey, it worked out. So well, made our teenage all right. Years uh, ironically, I mean, here's the irony of all ironies. We, we couldn't hear Tuli earlier. So Tuli, uh, go ahead, because you were busy explaining like you had a deaf cousin and then we cut out somewhere. Yes, sorry about that. I'm not sure what's happening with connection today. Right. So he wasn't, he wasn't really the reason why I went into a sign language and now I find myself as an interpreter. I just found it fascinating. You know, usually when you don't understand or know something, you fear it. Yeah. But I'm the opposite. I go for the things that I don't understand. I go for the things that fear and that scare people. So I worked out my way. Um, I learned the language. I became fluent in the language. And then I also have to master the skills. So that's a very important thing you need to understand that you need to know the language, any language that you choose it could be a spoken language in this case it's a visual language yes. and then you must the skill of interpreting i think if, if people can understand that if the two go hand in hand then we won't have um the things that are happening in our, in, in our industries where there's a big disservice to the communities that we serve yeah you know it's it's beautiful to watch when someone can do this effectively but it must be really hard to be listening to somebody like the president during the state of the nation and simultaneously being able to perform the correct sign language in order to do it in real time and not lose your place. I mean, I sometimes will be reading something and I'm thinking of something else and I get confused. So interpreting is a cognitively demanding task. It's not easy. There's so many techniques that we have and strategies that you have to apply real time. You have to listen. You need to understand. You need to decode. You need to know the language. You need to produce all at the same time. And you also need to be aware of your environment and deal with the stress levels that you may be going through. So um, something that's very important is to have a co-interpreter, to have someone to support you during the whole journey. Um, I would not advise someone doing such a high-level setting like uh, a live setting of the State of the Nation address 
with uh, someone who's not experienced. Yeah. So I was lucky and fortunate to have um, amazing uh, mentors in my life, you know, people who who laid the foundation, people who were just, um, you know, helping us in, in our journey. I think that also we are, you know, as you see me, you see me shine, but I, honestly, I'm really standing on the shoulders of giants, you know, in the industry, people who just went ahead, you know, my mentors, you know, the likes of um, Salma Kutsia, you know, Petri Detroit, um, Natasha, people that you might not know, but for me, these are people that I really look up to because I, for the first time I could see that it's possible. You can actually work hard and aim high and make everything possible. You can be accredited. You can make a career out of this. You can be a professional, you know, and people can respect you in the industry and still serve your community. So it's fantastic. That's incredible. Um, so Tuli, I just noticed that Tamsang Yankees was one of your mentors. He was the best. I mean, uh, kudos to him. You know, I really give him a high five for that. No, absolutely not. I mean, I, he was, he caused a big disservice for everyone. I mean, sure. What he did was really erase the hard work that we put in and trying to make sure that we push humanity forward and on a global scale, you know, the guts that it took for him to do that. I mean, what was going through his mind? Yeah, he he did it at Madiba's funeral, right? That was he did. that was where he, he embarrassed all of us, and that, yeah. it went all over the world. And yeah. now you say that there are only eleven of you who who are accredited like this. That must mean yeah. that there's there's plenty of work because we are required uh-huh. in certain. I mean, like you you had to give up your your permanent job before this. Now you're doing this permanently, but it, it's not all it's not all fun and games. Is there enough work for the eleven of you? So. There are many interpreters. There are many people who so-called call themselves professional interpreters. I think there's a little bit of this lack of uh, awareness in terms of the industry. So anyone can just rock up and say, um, I'm an interpreter. I just know the basics of the language so I can be an interpreter. And because companies and industries and even the communities we serve, they're not so um, clued up. And they, 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 with this, we're desperate for this communication. We're desperate for this access to information. So they'll just take anyone. Um, so out of the many interpreters that seem to be out there, we only have 11 accredited and even that accreditation is a controversial topic on its own um, it's a hot topic in the industry people don't see the reason why you should be accredited I mean especially if you've got clients if you're already making money now why must I go and get accredited and, and go through this whole process so for me I'll talk about myself I'll talk about the advantages of being accredited I am pro accreditation I advocate accreditation look where it's got to mean my career and I really hope that I can change the narrative I hope that people who look up to me people that are watching and listening they can be inspired to take the exam it's a tough exam i must tell you uh, not easy i failed it's the first time um, i tried it in 2017 and you know i could have easily just walked away i could have easily just decided to give up and make excuses and blame people but i had a bigger vision that was beyond myself and that's the reason why i decided to go back again in 2018 and here i am i'm one of 11 accredited interpreters in the country SASL interpreted uh, interpreters in the country. It's amazing. Well, congrats to you. Um, are you all? Do you all know each other? <laughs> all you interpreters? <laughs> it's a small community. Um, it's we, we do know each other. The industry is quite small. Yeah. I think the only difference is now 
the, the generation is changing. You can definitely see that the generation change. So like I was saying that I'm standing on the shoulders of giants. You see me shining, but really there are people who went before me who just laid the foundation. And it's almost like they're passing on the baton over to us, the younger generation. And they are, I'm taking the baton and I'm running my race, Gareth. I'm running and I want to finish the race and I want to finish and I want to win the race as well. We, the things that we're doing as well, the collaboration that we're doing, um, the amazing projects that we're doing are some of the things that we can highlight. Um, it's not as as traditional as it was before I think that's with young people young people take risks you know young people are daring mm. young people to you know get out, get out of their comfort zone as opposed to perhaps the older generation who do things in the traditional way um, because something works let's keep it that way for a long time and we don't see the need to change yeah I I think it's great that we're doing this podcast together uh, it is a first of its kind and it wasn't something that I immediately understood because to me you know, having been in radio, I've never really had an appreciation for the deaf community. And there are millions of people in South Africa who are either impaired in some way or are, are completely deaf. And for them to not be exposed to great content seems to me like a, an injustice in some way. It is. Um, you can even, you know, go as far as calling it a violation of a human right, you know, access to information, you know, access to freedom of expression. I think that the, what we're trying to do, Gareth, and I'm so excited that you, you your team actually took the risk on me. Um, you were the first door that I knocked on. And guess what? Um, you said yes. And I think I was very strategic, I must say, in approaching you because I know your background and I know the kind of uh, personality and the team that you have. You people take risks. You people lead the way. We're industry leaders. So you are the leader in the online digital media industry and I'm a lead I'm an influential SSL interpreter and I hope that our collaboration is giving other people permission and showing them that this is possible that you can get out of your comfort zone out of your immediate industry and that's where the magic happens when you try and you know see and do things that are beyond your physical reality something that's never been done and look at the media traction look at the amazing change we've been doing um, I must say that my life will never be the same Gareth our collaboration well, will go down in I history I, I think you know what Let, let's give credit where it's due it's not due to me i know greg and and dory and rena have been very big advocates yeah. of what you do and I, i'm very proud of them for having brought it to my attention i'm pretty yeah. stupid about these things sometimes it takes me a while to catch on so don't give me any credit <laughs> um <laughs> well yeah definitely i mean greg has been fantastic he's been guiding me along the journey we communicate uh, often back and forth and he's the one just giving me the heads up and giving me updates of what to expect uh just about what you just mentioned i had i was in the newspaper article a couple of weeks ago and my aunt asked me like you know Tuli, i saw you in the paper what do you do uh-huh. and then i explained well, i'm an interpreter you know and then what's a podcast you know and then i explained what a podcast is so then what's the hype like why are you in the papers why do we see you in the news so just like you're saying that there's lack of awareness yeah. this is my family mind you these are people that i grew up with they don't get what we're doing they don't get why it's such a big thing we've actually created a new industry um so there's a lot of groundwork that needs to be done there's a lot of education that needs to be done i thought that people had no idea about ssl interpreting it seems like people don't know much about podcasting either and the freedom yeah. and wealth of knowledge that they can use to inform and make decisions in their daily lives. We definitely need to bridge the gap. And this is a first. I hope it's a step in the right direction. Well, thank you for taking that step in the right direction with us. It's amazing. And I'm very happy to talk to you this morning. And please keep up the good work. And let's see what else we can do. Thank you, Gary. Thank you to the team. It's been a long awaited journey. And I'm looking forward to more collaborations going forward. Thanks. Thanks, Tuli. Tuli Zigalala, who's a sign language interpreter.
and uh, now blind history interpreter for us as well. So if you want to go check cool. it out, you can go and see it on cliffcentral.com, and we've got the videos there, and we're doing some new and interesting things. I think it's very cool. All right, very nice. What an awesome project. Yeah. She's terrific, though, isn't she? Cliffcentral.com.